Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it on this four-question Friday. Purple Daily, Mackie Judd, executive producer Declan, presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And boys, we had some breaking news come down yesterday that I don't know if it was entirely surprising, but I think the way in which it went down was surprising, like in terms of the uh, the trade value. So four-question Friday, we're going to start out with a dissection of the Mike Hughes era. Hope, hopefully he didn't blink <laughs> through the Mike Hughes era <laughs> of Vikings football. Um, but uh, this episode and Four Question Friday are presented by our friends at PXG. And you know what? PXG is here to help you improve your golf game. So uh, if you're looking for some great sticks, as they call them, um, PXG Minneapolis is packed full of Gen 4 clubs, drivers, fairways, hybrids, irons. Um, they've got the 0 to 11 golf clubs, which are priced a little bit more within reach. And they've got great apparel, spring and summer apparel, if you just want to look good in golf clothes as you're walking around. PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center. Find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. <laughs> All right, boys. Question number one. The Vikings traded Mike Hughes to the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. So, uh, and what was the pick swap? They traded Hughes and a seventh and a rounder seventh next to get a year. sixth. To get a sixth next year. Yep. So they're basically just dumping Mike Hughes, yep. who's had a knee, he's had a, a, a neck. Yeah. He's yeah, had twice some, he's had a neck. Yeah. So there's some injury issues there. Yep. Um, question number one is, how would you, what is one word to describe the Mike Hughes era, former first round pick? Disappointing. Yeah. Disappointing. Dex? Bust. Bust. I, I bust. bust. I'll go bust. Yeah, bust. Now, some of it's, you know, injuries. You know, Matt Khalil was a bust. He he got hurt, too. So it's, it might be unfair if injuries lead you to, to bust territory. But, you know, seven starts in three seasons for Mike Hughes as a first-round pick cornerback. Yep. And this is such a, like, a hindsight is 2020 scenario, but... The Vikings were wrestling with their quarterback situation in the offseason before that 2018 draft. 
they were trying to figure out, okay, we just went to the NFC Championship game. Case Keenum was great. How much do we trust Keenum? He was great for like $3 million. Do we want to pay him the $18 million that Denver eventually paid him? And then they settle on Kirk Cousins for $30 million a year guaranteed, and then the rest is sort of history, right? Well, and then they drafted Mike Hughes in the first round. Well, what they could have done, and again, hindsight 2020, they could have brought Case Keenum back on the same deal that Denver signed him to, which is basically a two-year deal with guarantees for one year, right? Like $18 million, so less than Kirk. Mm-hmm. Let it ride for one more year, and then take in Lamar Jackson with the 30th pick in the first round. Yep, which is which is what our old friend Matthew Collar at that time he was first, pushing for the first guess was for pushing him. for a first guess. He said at the time, "You take him. You take the quarterback. Uh, you're picking at 28. The Baltimore Ravens were picking at 30. Now, would the Vikings have developed Lamar Jackson like Baltimore did? I mean, keep in mind to the credit of the Ravens organization and John Harbaugh." John Harbaugh literally said, let's draft the kid and change our entire offensive scheme. Like, that takes big cojones and a coach that is really progressive in thinking. Zim probably wouldn't have said that. But that being said, there is definitely there was definitely a path. And the interesting thing about passing on Jackson was you didn't pass on him. At, let, you know, let's say you thought he was good but not great and you weren't quite sure how his play would translate. You didn't pass on him at like eight or something like that, where it could have been just judged far too early to take a guy that might be a project and clearly turned into a really good quarterback. But at 28 or 30, you know, can you roll the dice there and take that gamble a little bit and say, okay, it either worked out fantastic or it just didn't. Well, you're in the very predicament of it didn't work out with Mike Hughes. So, I mean, there was a case to be made that it would have been easily worth the chance. Um, and yeah, and Mike Hughes, it's just incredibly disappointing. My one thought about Mike Hughes is this. I wonder if he's not going to pass the physical in KC or something. Cause I mean, they literally just gave him away, which, and I, and he wasn't a bad guy. Like, it's not like he, he was a jerk. So I wonder if the Vikings doctors were like, this is going to be really, really, um, this is good. This is going to be close. And the chief said, we'll let our doctors take a look. And the Vikings said, that's fine. Then take him. But Cause I mean, think like- about the trade. The only reason why you would dump him, because it's not it's not like your you know your salary cap situation has already played itself out, right? And I, he doesn't save you that much. You're only doing it because you're concerned about his deterioration yes. physically. Yes. So that's what this is, right? You're not like if, if he was physically ready to go even at seventy five percent of what he was, you'd you'd keep him around for depth. And so I think the next question is yep. now that you've just literally you've just like given him away to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, and Jeff Gladney's going through this legal situation right now. What do you make of the Vikings cornerback depth? Patrick Peterson, you've got three starters. You got Peterson, you got Dantzler, and you got Mackenzie Alexander in the slot. And so I think you feel pretty good about those three starters. I think I think Dantzler might be their best cornerback of those mm-hmm. three when it's all said and done. Sure. Um, but like Hughes is gone, and if Jeff Gladney is gonna either miss time via suspension or if they feel the need based on the information we've seen so far to flat cut him. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Well, you, you've got three guys on the depth chart that you, that are behind those three. You've got Chris Boyd, Harrison Hand, who played some. Boyd played um, quite a bit last year. And then there's one more player. So they're, if you like those guys and think that they're going to develop, they could be next. My guess is they go sign a veteran guy, right? Yeah. Like they sign one more veteran guy who who 
doesn't have to play a ton, but can play because you are really thin now. And and you got to figure that one of those three starters at some point in time is going to get hurt and banged up. I mean, I think the ultimate concern about Dantzler is not his performance. It's his health because he's a sort of a slight dude and got hurt quite a bit, got a concussion last year. So I'm guessing that the Vikings within the next month or so are going to go out and sign a veteran uh, for a very favorable price, but just to give themselves insurance there. Because, again, you can't go through what you went through last year, which, yes, was bad luck, misfortune, injuries, but it also was flat out not being prepared. I'm on PFF.com right now. They have an article from a couple weeks ago. So this might be – correct me if I'm if I'm giving you outdated information uh, that may have changed in the last two weeks, but their number one remaining cornerback in free agency is Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman is not signed yet. He is not. Right? He is, I think the Vikings talked to him at one point, but he is not signed. I'd be in. Now, wouldn't that be kind of fun? I'd be Richard in. Sherman and Patrick Peterson in the twilight of their career. I don't know what you would do then because then Dantzler moves to the bench, I guess. Or, he's not going to play slot, is yeah, he? Yeah, I was going to say, if you saw, if you sign Sherman, who I think is looking still to get paid, and that's the problem, um, if you signed him, he would have to start. Yeah, he and he's an and I want Dan, and I want Dantzler to start. I I just want I want a suitable depth guy here who's not going to be a train wreck. So the 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 next guy, I, I think, I mean Sherman, obviously that would be that would be fun. I, I don't know how you do. I, I I think you're I think you're going to ride your current outside starting cornerbacks. So you're looking for more more backup depth, right? Great. Um, the sixth best available free agent overall, and the second best cornerback free agent is Brian Poole. So uh, he's projected to get a, a one year, two million dollar contract. At five foot nine, Poole very much fits the mold of a slot cornerback at the NFL level. He's always been solid in that role. After moving to the Jets, he was better than solid, posting one of the highest PFF coverage grades from the slot over the past two seasons. He allowed just one touchdown and a passer rating of under 70 when targeted over that stretch. So, like, you could bring a dude like that in for a couple million dollars, and now you've got Mackenzie Alexander and Brian Poole as as slot guys. Um, maybe one of them can move to the outside as needed if there's injuries. So. But something to monitor. I mean, this was not, this was not the plan for <laughs> Mike Hughes to just be done and cooked or you know, no. whatever the word first is after pick. three years. It's a first-round yeah. pick. And, and, and Dex did tweet out after that trade, uh, what was it, Dex Spielman's last five or so yeah. first-round picks? Yeah, the, the, And, I mean, there's a lot of misfortune and just bad picks in that. Yeah, the the last, quickly, the last uh, five first-round picks, not including 2021, Justin Jefferson, all-pro, Garrett Bradbury, probably trending towards a bust, but still, jury, I guess, still out. We'll give him one more year. Yeah. And, Gl- and Gladney, too. Gladney's in limbo. Yep, Gladney's in limbo yeah, from 2020. Mike yep. Hughes traded. 2017, he didn't have one, or you can call it Sam Bradford. And yep. then 2016, Laquan Treadwell cut. So, first round misses, man. Man. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So, well, the Mike Hughes era comes to an end, and uh, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see what that depth looks like. All right. Question number two for you guys here on this Four Question Friday. Alex Rodriguez and Mark Laurie just bought the Timberwolves for $1.5 billion. That deal is being finalized, finally. If the Vikings had to be sold to a former athlete... Like an A Rod, mm-hmm. who would you want to buy? Which former athlete that might have at least enough money to put together a group with more money? Yep. Would you be interested in? I've been racking my brain on yeah, this. Yeah, this is tough because I don't want it to be like just some boring guy who's rich. Okay, and it hit me. I want two guys 
who are, by the way, co-workers right now, I want them to step up and buy the Vikings. And that would be Shaq and Barkley. <laughs> I want them to own a team together because their fighting on TV is, is ridiculously fun. I can only imagine the debates and what would happen if those two owned a professional team. Barkley and Shaq are my choices. What are the? I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. How much money do you think those guys have? Shaq net well, Bar- worth. Barkley gambles a lot of his away, to be yeah. honest. What do you think Shaq's estimated net worth is? Ooh, I think it's to, I think it's huge. Got to be pretty big, man. I, By the way, I, his, he had a, he had a Florida mansion put on the market for like twenty million dollars recently. So there's tough that. life. Okay, celebritynetworth.com. What do you think Shaq's net worth is? Actually, want to oh, take a shot at this I'm one? so good at money and math. Um, I would say 500 million. I don't know. Pretty close. 400 million. Oh, okay. 400 million. So, job, he, so obviously you're going to need partners. But like, if Shaq ever wanted to get in the game, that's a, he's got enough net worth to start a group. Yeah. And Barkley could be in that group. I'm here for that. Yeah. It would be great fun. The A-Rod thing, I think Mar- Mark Laurie, you, what you got to do is you have to, this is actually kind of a perfect partnership on paper in that if A-Rod wasn't such a slime ball, but like get the public figure athlete that everyone knows and hates in this case. So, uh, but then Mark Laurie is the real centerpiece, right? So it'd have to be, yeah. it'd have to be Shaq and then like the, the next Mark Cuban type, right? That partners with him and then they run the Vikings. But I got to say, there's a lot of bad sports owners out there, and oh, we've yeah. had a couple bad ones here in the Twin Cities. And the Wilfs have the Wilfs have not brought a championship, but you could do a lot worse than Mark and Ziggy Wilf in terms of a group that owns your favorite football team, right? Absolutely. Or, or you could have what the Packers have, which is just a bunch of fat people who live in on Alaska with a certificate, right? Yeah. Net I'm worth of thirty. I have a net worth of forty dollars. Go down to the ground round and uh, watch my Packers. The ground, the, the ground round, careful. I love Don't it. rip the ground yeah, round. I love the ground you round. Throw, I love the ground you can round. Throw peanuts on shells on the floor. I love the ground round. Very Texas Roadhouse. Staple of my youth on Wiper Avenue. Staple ground round is solid. Uh, question three is presented by our friends at Federated. Federated has been helping business owners in the state of Minnesota for over a hundred years. Based in Owatonna, they're one of us. They're Minnesota sports fans. I've had a chance to get to know these people over the years, um, especially coming out of this pandemic and now. Uh, mask restrictions have, uh, have I guess, uh, mask, mask restrictions are just going to be a thing now going forward. So make sure that your business is protected, that your business is communicating this the right way to your employees, and find out more about how Federated can help you with all of these things at federatedinsurance.com. At Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, boys, question number three here. So every year there's roughly 50% turnover among NFL playoff teams. So in the NFC, and now there's seven teams, so you're not going to have exactly 50%, but in the NFC, which three teams from last year's playoff group are going to be out if the 50% rule holds? I'll give you the teams from last year. Tell me which three teams are out and then which three teams have the best chance to replace them. So Packers, Saints, Seahawks, Washington, Buccaneers, Rams, Bears. Or more. Maybe out it's more than three. Right. Out Washington. Yep. See you later. Green Bay. Goodbye. Jordan Love. Mm, yes. Bye-bye. And my last one, the Saints. I still like the Saints, but you're going That's from Drew Brees to Jameis Winston? Mm-hmm. Some Taysom Hill? I don't know that you have 
like you're going from a quarterback whose play had declined, but still had a historical presence on the field um, to a guy that, you know, probably will be starting who threw what 30 plus picks or 30 picks with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers two years ago. Yeah. I mean that in 2019, that's truly horrendous. So I'm going Washington, Green Bay, New Orleans, boys. What about you, Dex? I have the Redskins, Bears, and Packers coming out. I have the Vikings, Niners, and Eagles coming in. So I think okay. the Niners bounce back. All oh, the Eagles. Well, that, that FC East is a GD still dumpster fire. Let's be like, it's going to be probably another 8-8. Eight and eight, or, I don't have or, Philly or yet. 8 and whatever that math is. I'm not even going to try to do it right now. <laughs> Okay, I'm not even going to try to go there. Eight Question nine, number eight, four. Eight, eight, Declan, nine, do record. Two plus two. Eight, um, eight, eight and nine is 17. God, dude. I Okay, great. Eight and nine. Um, this man was bad at math. Who is Declan Goff? God. St. Cloud State, everybody. Go Huskies. Yeah, I have, the, yep. I have Jalen Hurts and, of course, my guy Jalen Hurts and the Eagles rising up. So, yeah, Redskins, Bears, Packers out, Vikings, Niners, and Eagles in. I've got... I've got in Philip. I have the Cowboys, the 49ers, and the Vikings. I'm still going to, as bad as it bit me in the ass last year, I'm going to ride this Cowboys thing a little bit. Um, I think San Francisco comes back really strong because they're just a good team and yeah. and they're well coached, as we talked about yesterday. But then my third team, the Vikings. I think the Vikings, I mean, I think the Vikings should win this division. So they're yeah. definitely in the playoffs. So I think, yeah, I think Green Bay, especially if, if Rodgers is out, Saints, when you lose Hall of Fame quarterbacks, it's, you're just good luck, right? And then I would say, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Bears out, but it wouldn't shock me if the Bears got a jolt from Justin Fields in the yeah, second half of the season. I agree. Like he might step in and maybe he steps in and he's just you're awesome right away, right? But the, the team that I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to put him on notice here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, no matter what we've seen so far of Brady, he's 45, all right? At some <laughs> point, at some point, he's going to get hurt. Like, I don't even know if his play is going to decline, but, like, that dude's going to take a hit and just crumble at some point, right? Yeah. He's great at not taking hits. Yep. But I don't know, something – I don't know if you can replicate that the way that they did. So I'll just put him out there. But I think the Vikings step in. Mm-hmm. I do think the Cowboys step in. I, I, I'm leaving Washington in, too. I think, I think there might be two playoff teams there because I think Washington's so well coached with Ron Rivera, and they took sure. so many strides last year. You know, quarterback is a huge question mark, but I like, the, I like the way they're trending. And then I think the Cardinals get in. Yeah, I think this is the year that they finally take that next step, get to like nine or ten wins, and make it happen. So, yeah, there's a, the NFC doesn't have – I mean, there's a couple pushovers, but even the pushovers – Dan Campbell might make the Lions feistier. <laughs> we think that he's a joke, you but maybe man, he makes the Lions man feistier. Man Campbell's going to make them feistier. No, I'm uh, posing the question. The one thing about the Buccaneers where I will agree with, with you, and I've been hearing this more and more recently, and it brings back terrible flashbacks to the 2010 Vikings. They keep talking about the Buccaneers have everybody back from last year. The Buccaneers have everybody back from last year. How many times do I have to tell you in football that's not a good thing? Like, that's not a good thing. Do you remember that 2010 Vikings? Everybody's back. It's going to be another run. It fell apart. People get old quickly. I mean, football is a terrible sport. It's a brutal sport. And this whole thing of what we got in our entire team back, this isn't a baseball team. So I am am very anti, no changes, everybody's back. I think that actually works against you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it can. It definitely can. Now, when you've... When you won the Super Bowl, I think it's better than 
when you try to run it back as a non-Super Bowl team. You know, like when you're the Vikings and you come up short and then you try to run it back. It's like, what do you expect? Especially if it's a bunch of veterans. But, yeah, I think that's a fair, fair point. Okay, question number four here. It's our random would-you-rather question of the mm-hmm. week. Would you rather be forced to live the same day over and over again for a full year or take three years off the end of your life? Oh, this one's easy for yep. me. I'm taking door two. Yeah. Just kill me. Well, kill me well, early. Well, three yeah. three years at what? the end of my life. Well, first of all, first of all, you're not telling me how long I'm going to live for. So, like, if I get to, if I was going to get to 86, and now you're cutting it off at 83, I don't give a crap. Yeah, Second but you'll give a crap is, when you're 80. But why would I want to live, relive the same day? It worked out well for, for Bill Murray. Did it? I don't know what did. Yeah, yeah, he I'm learned. Gonna, he, Bill I'm, Murray transformed his life I'm, I'm in that Groundhog Day this. movie. He transformed his life. He became a more empathetic, caring person. He met the love of his life. Think yeah. about all the things Bill Murray was able to learn. And he, by the way, here's the other thing. When you, when you live, I, I would choose, if, if it's not clear already, I would choose Groundhog Day over and over and over because oh. you could get a one-year head start on the rest of society. You could spend the whole year learning and learning and learning and teaching yourself a new skill set, and then you're ready to jump out in front of everybody once it lifts. Do you know how boring that would be, though, to live the same day over and do you, over do you get and to, over for a year? Do you get to pick the day? Like, if there's a day you've already had, do you get to you pick the day? Or is it just like, right now, today on May 14th, we have to just keep reliving May 14th? It's got to be today. Okay. Then I'm definitely taking door number two. Just kill me. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm dying. And you know what? At least I'm you dying. don't have to wear a mask. There you go. I don't Judd, Judd's no. going to keep his on. Yeah. So you're going to keep your mask on every yeah. day, even even though you're in the hallways. I'm keeping my mask on. It it cuts small talk out of the equation. Yeah, <laughs> no oh. one's going to stop me and and be like, "Hi, Judd, how's it going?" If I have a oh. mask on. Okay, here's a question: If if your only reason for wearing a mask going forward is to avoid small talk, why not wear a different? Like, why not wear a goalie helmet or something? Could you just wear a goalie helmet around that's the more office? Attention. Exactly. My sports dad, I get him. No, no, he's exactly right. What okay. and and, and I don't want to, I don't want. So here's here's the thing about life to me. It's all about subtlety. Okay, if I wear a goalie mask, I am telling people to f off. Like that's me be, being a complete jerk. If I say I'm wearing a mask because I am still I'm still cautious about germs. You might not respect me, but you can't debate me. Like, because I'm not going to debate that. I'm going to be like, this mask you don't, is on because... You're like Stephen A. Smith. You don't debate for free. I don't debate for free. I don't debate, debate, for, <laughs> I don't debate, for I don't debate at the water cooler. Unless but I mean, do me. you know what this can do to cut down on small talk? Are you more concerned about another global pandemic or a pandemic of small talk? Ooh, oh, God, question. that's not even close. Oh. oh, oh, give me the global pandemic. Because <laughs> then I just stay home. <laughs> like, if, if, if nobody would have died during this and they they did which absolutely sucks and it's really really sad but if nobody would die and everyone could just stay home yeah give okay yeah i'm cool with that would you rather would you rather have to engage in 30 minutes of uncomfortable small talk with acquaintances and strangers 30 minutes every day for the rest of your life or lop off five years off the end of your life he's still taking door number two how, what years are we talking about? Can you clarify? It doesn't, it could be, you don't I'll know. say at life expectancy is like 75. So you, you die. I, I'm going to make even more aggressive because I know you'll say five, 10 years. So instead of dying when you're 75, so what, so you're going to die, day? you're going to die in like 14 years, so just, but you can live another decade 
yep. if you agree to engage in 30 minutes of small talk with acquaintances or strangers. Not close friends, acquaintances or strangers. Just once? Once per day, but 30, day, 30 minutes per day for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm dying. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No way. No way. I do it once. You're allowed in 10 years, 10 years off your life. You're going to die when you're 65. A lot of people die early. It happens all the time. It It happens all the time. Getting from 69 to 70 is a major milestone. A lot of people don't. I mean, if I'm just a statistic, but I don't have to talk to people. I mean, you're talking about once a day for 30 minutes? Like five to ten minutes, I think I'd go along with that and live. You're top 30. You know how long? So, I mean, uh, did you see the game last night? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a heck of a heck of a... How about, uh, what's that kid's name again? Uh, what's that goalie's name again? Yeah. Uh, Cam I... Talbot. He's not a kid. He's in his 30s. I yep. can just see how the small talk Oh, How do you think the Wild's going to do in the playoffs? I, I have a... Do we have a chance? God, dude. I have a bachelor party this weekend. And I know, and, and and there's a good portion of these dudes who I really don't know very well. Like I know of, oh yeah, and I and they obviously know what I do, and I just know I'm going to get cornered by at least two to three of them who I don't know, and they're going to be wanting to know every Minnesota sports and opinion. I'm telling you, you you're and here's both- the worst part. Here's the worst part. They will then tell the people who don't know you as as well. Yeah, this is Declan Goff. Uh, he I works at Score North, and he covers the Wild. And the next thing you will have, dude, bros, trying to tell you they're going to th- try and take you down. They're going to try exactly and go, right. Uh, it's a takeoff because you're a listen, threat. Listen, uh, Declan and I listened to the you, Stephen Stephen A. Smith on so Kyle Brandt's Ten Questions podcast, and Kyle said you must get like when you're walking around arenas and grocery stores, you must just have people come up to you and want to debate you about sports, right? And Stephen A. said, "I don't debate for free." You want to come and give me your opinion? I say, that's fine. That's your opinion. I don't debate but, for you. De- Declan, that's your – listen, that's, man. You're on Purple fine. Daily. You're on Mackie and Judd. You are at the pinnacle of <laughs> oh, your profession. You don't, you don't debate those dude bros for no, free at that bachelor party. No, but that's, that's not the point. Dude bros won't want to debate Declan. They'll want to tell him what's what, so he's trapped. So it's not, it's not like, it's look, I've seen this before. <laughs> Five to six beers in – they will they will try and show their friends that they either played hockey or know more than you do. They won't be debating you. They'll be telling you what's what, mm-hmm. and they won't care if you talk, and at that point, you are trapped. It's a nightmare. Like, this is going to be a hell for you. I feel like Judd builds up small talk with strangers in his head more like, than... Yeah, in- like it's the ACT or something. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Do you know oh, what's going to happen? I'm telling you, they're they're going <laughs> to corner your, they're going to corner you, and they're going to tell you. And the worst thing is this: <laughs> it's all guys. But the one place where guys care more about impressing their friends being guys than girls is sports talk. Yep. So like, this is going to be like you're surrounded by a bunch of hot chicks because I'd in their be mind, there. they're I'd like, no, I know, be door I know. One. But my point is, they'll be trying to impress their friends. To show they that they can take down the great Declan Goff, oh, and so they're going to be like, "Oh, Kaprizov doesn't do this. His forecheck's all wrong. Don't you know that?" Your life. I mean, if I was you, I'd bail right now. I'd tell him I can't go to this bachelor party. <laughs> life advice from Judd Solcat: <laughs> Stay home. Stay in your apartment with your booze. You are a rock. I usually You're an do island. That. I usually do that. Not I know, always, but, but live, but the Simon and Garfunkel credo is absolutely right. I, I, I am a rock. I am an island. Okay. What needs to happen for you to introduce yourself to everyone with a firm handshake and solid eye contact? 
as Declan Goff from Judd's Hockey Show <laughs> all weekend long. Hi, Declan Goff, hey, Judd's Declan Hockey Goff. Show. Well, I, I usually love to do Hi, Declan Goff, St. Cloud State as like a joke. Like I, I do do that sometimes just for some giggles. Uh, I would need to be hi. Yeah, I would need to be paid. I would need like, hi, a, Declan Goff, Vikings Vent Line. Yeah, I, I would. I would have to be paid. I would have. To Good to meet you, sir. Yeah, yeah, same. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that's a wrap on Four oh, Question Friday here, presented by TCL. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow here. Daily Vikings Entertainment, Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com, scorenorth app. And if you're uh, into watching uh, ugly dudes with uh, bearded faces, or in Declan's case, uh, clean-shaven face, baby face, YouTube, Purple Daily, click that subscribe button, click that like button, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.